0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Nicolas Dominguez, the Argentinian signing for Nottingham Forest, the captain of Bologna. But, what is he? Where does he play? How good is he? And will he actually break into the forest first eleven? Welcome to the Scout Report on Dominguez. Good morning good evening or good night wherever in the world you are whatever time of day you're watching this hope you're having a fantastic day and welcome to your scout report on Nicolas Dominguez yes you guys voted for him next and i think it was a very good choice because i think he's one of the most unknown players coming over to Forest. in today's video we'll talk you through his strengths his weaknesses where he plays we'll show you some highlight clips we'll talk about his heat maps and of course we'll show you where he fits in potentially in steve cooper's plans if you're enjoying this content please don't forget to hit that like button subscribe to forest fan tv if you are new and let's spice this up random question but what is your favorite emoji Put your emoji in the comments down below. I want to see what weird and wacky ones you guys go after. And very quickly, you've got until 7.30 tonight to get your tickets for this signed framed Alanga shirt. And there's only 67 tickets Sick tickets sold. Get the words out of my mouth. So you've got a hella easy chance of winning this one. So good luck to everyone who's bought their tickets. Let's get into the video on Nicolas Dominguez. Alright, so how would I describe Dominguez for you? The, the honest answer is, there isn't really something specific to tag him to. The best thing I could say is like he's a holding 8. He's not a 6, he's not an out-and-out box-to-box 8. He's like an 8 that holds and kind of plays long balls and is quite dogged. Really does remind me a bit of a Verratti. Not as good as Verratti, but that style of player. And what I'm going to do now, I'm just going to show you his heat maps and the evolution of him over the last 24 months. So, if you look across here to my right hand side or left, well, whatever, here, this is his heat map from two years ago. And you can see predominantly he was working in the middle area of the pitch. But what happened was Bologna evolved their style of play and evolved him a little and then moved him across into a 4 2 3 1. And if you look here this was last season most of his touches and most of his play were down the left hand side in fact sometimes he even on rare occasions played as a left winger from them which i don't think he is at all but that is the position of a 4-2-3-1 left-sided cm in a bit of a holder who does progress forward he does get around the pitch he's very energetic He's actually better creatively if you look at the pentagon graph than he is defensively, which is quite interesting. So for sure, he's not a six, but he can play that defensive role. He's very dogged and presses really well. He does pick up a lot of yellow cards as well. Uh, But that's because he goes in for a lot of challenges. So if we have a look at, I mean, attacking-wise, you're not going to get much out of him. He scored three goals, nothing really too much to cry home um, about there. Passing ones are quite interesting. His passing accuracy is 84%. Um, He has, what, 58 touches per game, creates four big chances. Not bad at all. Defensively, as I mentioned, his defensive stats aren't as good as his Passing stats, his interceptions per game is quite low at 0.7, tackles per game 2.5, and possession one is 0.7. But again, you would expect that to be higher in the Italian league, which is renowned for being quite dogged, being, you know, quite defensively minded as well. And the stat I was telling you about here was the yellow cards. Now, I want to give you guys something to kind of compare him to. So, I thought a couple of comparisons. We'll look at a couple of Forest players against him, and we'll look at him against Sangare as well. So, if I bring up a Ryan Yates, for example, he is much better than Ryan Yates, according to the stats. You can see he's better at attacking, way better at creativity, technically he's better... Defensively gives up a little to Ryan Yates, and tackling wise, they are there and thereabouts the same. If we compare him to, let's say, a Mangala from the Forest squad, let's bring that up, and he's better than Mangala as well in every department better attacking, better defensive, etc. Remember, though, he's playing in Syria while Mangala and Yates are playing in the Premier League. And then if we have a look very quickly at Danilo, let's bring him up. And you can see he's quite on par with Danilo on a lot of things, but better than him creatively. So, on paper, he looks like an upgrade on those players. However, the pace of the Premier League will be the real tester for him. And then finally, if we compare him to Sangare, there's a couple of interesting stats here. You will see that Sangare is better than him in all departments. Apart from creativity, and we'll touch on his creativity in just a second as well to explain why he has that element um, of it. But those are the stats I wanted to share with you, just to get you a rough idea. So expect him to be quite left-sided if we do develop into a four-two-three-one. He does regularly play in a four-three-three. Bologna don't really deploy a back-three formation at all. So again, maybe another indicator of a switch into a back-four for Steve Cooper. Keith, thoughts in on the those heat maps and stats. Okay so let's have a look at Dominguez and compare him to the rest of the elites in Europe and you can see his stats are actually quite green. Nowhere near Sangare's level and there's a couple of bad stats that he does have. He doesn't get many assists Um, although his shots total looks quite high in the 81 percentile he hasn't had that many shots. The one that does worry me a little is his pass completion at 82%. Now that will be because he tries a lot of long balls and that will bring that one down. Um, In terms of tackling, his tackling is decent. He's in the 88th percentile. Like I mentioned though, not as good as the likes of Sangare. But he does get stuck in and is very terrier-like is the best word I would use with him. And although he's quite small, he's pretty good in the air. As you can see, 82 is his score in the percentile um, column there. And he wins quite a few aerial battles. So overall, look, the best way you can describe him is I would probably say a jack-of-all-trades, master of none. He's one of those utility players that you really would like in your team. Good midfielder, kind of all-round, has decent stats across the park. Is he going to blow us away? I don't think so. If you look at his interview, he himself said he has areas in which he needs to develop. And I think that's good to hear and quite honest of him. You usually hear players coming in saying, you know, I'm going to win the Champions League. We're going to finish top of the league. I think Dominguez is quite humble in his approach and very, very modest when talking about himself. So I think Dominguez is going to need a bit of time, but let's go and look at some of his clips and you'll see exactly what my, what I mean by his doggedness and his long ball weapon that he looks to use. Okay, so let's have a look at some of his highlights and is he actually a game changer from Nottingham Forest? That is the real question and you can see what I mean in these clips where he is very snappy at the heels of the players always going in at them and he's not very big but he does have a real quick turning circle on him as well and look at it, he gets stuck in. And I think the Forest Faithful are really going to like him because of that trait. He's got a bit of the Ryan Yates about him. And he's not going to give up. He's not going to be scared to put his foot in. And I think we're going to take to him very quickly. Look at that. He'll win the ball high as well. Real good presser of the ball. And then he looks for a nice little pass here as well. But their team is quite crap, really. But you can see, getting stuck in, timing his challenges quite well. And look at that. Look at that height difference. Look, he... He gets out muscled a little bit. You expect that with the size that he is, but he's able to, you know, make sure that he's done enough of a challenge to make sure his team is the one turning it over. Strength uh, strength differential and things like that doesn't matter to him. And as you can see here, he works that left channel up and down quite well on the left side of a two for Bologna. So overall, his tackling is snappy and we need that. So I don't think he's gonna to struggle too much with the pace of the Premier League. He's he's very, you know, low center of gravity style player. He will work well, but I think he is quite defensive um, in his like main attributes and main assets. But what do you guys think on the tackling? Let's move on and look at his passing now as well. So if we run this forward. What you're going to see here is a lot of balls over the top. This is his signature play. He'll look for the ball over the top. This is really good with the pace of the wingers that we have in our team. And he'll tend to more times than not find his man. Again, another long ball coming over the top. Should have scored. What a shot, seriously. Another ball coming in over the top. Finds his man. Quite accurate with these balls. And we should see a lot of this Um, When when he plays for Nottingham Forest. So I like that. It's it's almost like I see Cooper looking at him as being that deep lying midfielder. The role he tried to get Freuler to play for Nottingham Forest and Freuler just couldn't quite do it. Dominguez can do that. But I still have, look, I don't have my doubts about him. I just don't want to set the expectations on him too high because he's going to be a developmental player. He's going to have to get used to the Premier League. But overall, he's got some fantastic traits that Forrest will need. And more importantly, he opens up sort of some formations for us, which is exactly what we're going to move on to now. Okay, so let's chuck him into the team sheet. And obviously yesterday we've put Sangare in. So as we go throughout the week, we will add the players that we've discussed and how they fit in. Now, I've put him into his most natural setup, which would be the 4-2-3-1. And if this was the case, honestly, this is quite a nice pairing. It would be a bit more defensive, in my opinion, than maybe pairing up Sangare with a Danilo once he's back and fully fit. But what you will get with these two in that midfield is a lot of control. And if you have four attackers in front of them, you don't really need an eight that's going to bust a gut. You probably, to be honest, will find that they double pivot these roles. And what you'll find is that Sangere can go, Dominguez will hold, and vice versa. Basically, that's what the double pivot will be between the six and the eight. It will almost be, like I said, a six and a holding eight with those two. Now... What it will also allow Is releasing the fullbacks So you could in theory If Forrest are playing at home Against the bottom half team You're going to end up with a shape like this potentially And this is the bit that excites me This is the bit that I hope Cooper Does try and deploy Because what you can do You can have two centre backs holding here Let's say Felipe and Nia Kate Probably would be the first choice And then you release the likes of Aurier Or Gonzalo Whoever it's going to be On the right hand side And then Einar or you know Tavares on the left-hand side, creating a four, almost a two-four-three-one formation. This is very aggressive. This is very attacking, and this would cause Forest to dominate possession at the City Ground in particular. Do I honestly, realistically expect Cooper to go that aggressive? No, I don't. I hope I'm wrong. I want to see him progress into that. But also what could happen is that you split the center backs and then you end up with maybe Sangare dropping in. Dominguez going into the 6th position, and then you still have like a 3-3-3-1 formation. Again, still very aggressive and very attacking. Or you push Dominguez up into the higher eight position. Sangare plays as a sweeper kind of CDM in front of the two centre-backs. This formation with these two players could open a lot of doors for Nottingham Forest. And it would fit in many other formations. So let's have a look at the 4-3-3, for example. So if Cooper was going to set up in a 4-3-3, it's more than likely you'd see Dominguez on the left-hand side. That's where he's used to deploying. Sangare holding out as the 6, and then whoever would be on the right-hand side. Probably in this scenario, it'd be a Ray Yates or a Mangala, because Danilo more so operates on the left-hand side as well. Although in Chelsea, he was doing this right-hand side position. But then what you'll see up front again will be the mgw headache so there are a couple options here for cooper what he can do instead of playing an orthodox 4-3-3 he could turn this into a 4-3-1-2 and potentially what you will see here is and we've seen it a couple of times mgw in the hole you'll have a one year up front maybe an alanga alongside him or maybe you could see an origi coming in if he doesn't want to use him as a sub We'll talk about Origi in a video or two's time. But that in itself, again, I quite like the shape of it. You are gonna have to bench some bigger names, you know. Maybe Callum Hudson Adoy won't start, maybe Alanga won't start, maybe neither will start. But what you are doing is providing very, very secure midfield in this one. So I do like the look of that formation. The other thing that hasn't really been considered and you don't see too much of it lately is if you go old school and you go for the 4 4-4-2, sorry, go old school, potentially, potentially that could happen. Or you could go 4-4-1-1 with this, which I think Cooper probably wouldn't be adverse to doing. And what this will allow is you to have the wingers to be your main source of attack. So you could um, deploy an Alanga on the left, a Callum hudson Adoy on the right, and just completely lock out that midfield with Sangare and Dominguez in there. And that could be a nice setup where you've got an MGW in the hole here, and then you have an Awanyi up front. Or, if you wanted to go Orthodox four four two, 4 bring in an Origi. What I'm trying to show you here is there are many, many options. And the players we have bought, I feel, are designed around options. I don't think it's a scattergun approach with this window from Nottingham Forest. And I do think a lot of thought has been put into the type and quality of players that we brought in. Yes, it was rushed in the last day. Well, let's overlook that for now. But the type of player will open up options for different systems. Now, that in itself will bring up problems because you don't really want forest on you know game week four to be playing a 4-4-2 four, four, then on game week five going to a 3-5-1-2 and then on game week week six going for a 4-2-3-1 and then another one the week after it gets too messy you want players to get used to a system i like the idea of a home system and an away system where the away system slash hard home games that kind of thing where you got two main systems and then within the game you have the game management. If Forrester 1-0 up and it's a bit of a sweaty match with 15 minutes to go, try and lock it down maybe and then you have your lockdown system. So that's what I expect to see from Nottingham Forest. And this will work in a fife as well. So if Cooper was to deploy the fife back here, what you will find if we just shuffle all these across and just try and squeeze them in. Uh, let's bring that one there. And you're looking at very similar things to what we showed you in the Sangare video. You could push the wing backs up depending on who the center backs are, of course. And then you're looking at that three uh, that 5-2-1-2 two, two formation that Cooper really likes. And Dominguez and Sangare would suit that as well. Although neither of them really have played in that formation previously. So I expect if we see Sangare and Dominguez out on the pitch, then Cooper should play to their strengths. Which would be something like the 4-2-3-1 or the 4-3-3. But get your thoughts in on those formations. And do you think this pairing could actually work in midfield and allow us to negate having that third body in the middle, which we've had to do a lot in the last season? Get your thoughts in down below. Okay, so in summary, Forrest have got themselves a little bit of, of a gem. But you are going to have to be patient with him. I think you're going to have to be patient with Cooper on this one as well while he figures out how to best use Dominguez. I personally think he will work better in a two or a three midfield. If you had to hold a gun to my head, I'd rather see him in a two. I think Cooper will look to use him potentially against those harder matches, maybe with a Sangare and a Santos next to him to really build a brick wall in that midfield. But I am not, overhyped about him now don't take that the wrong way i'm not saying he's crap i don't think he's going to be a flop i think he's going to be a really good addition but when you show me sangare takes me up here man dominguez if we hadn't signed sangare he would have been the pick for me of the midfielders that we've brought in so i'm extremely happy he's here but I think Cooper will just need a little bit of time to figure out how best to use him and who to play around him. I think that's going to be the real tough bit. But get your thoughts in the comments down below. Where do you think or how have you labeled Dominguez? Hopefully this video has given you some clarity on the type of player he is. And if you have enjoyed the video and it has helped you, please don't forget to hit that like button. Subscribe to Forrest Fan TV if you are new. And don't forget to grab those Alanga tickets you've only got till 7.30 tonight. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you on the next video. And let me know in the comments down below who you want the scout reports on next. Come on you Reds.